Let Ferguson's knowledgeable product experts kick off your next kitchen or bath project with the latest in touch and hands-free faucets, high-performance gas ranges, or low-decibel dishwashers. They're really quiet. Request your appointment today at fergusonshowrooms.com. The best decision ever. Visit the Ferguson Showroom on Powell Avenue in Nashville and discover the controlled convenience of Jet Air's connected wall oven. Innovative, intuitive, and in the palm of your hand. Reinvent your kitchen with Jet Air and find it at Ferguson. Chiefs, Mahomes, 49ers, Jimmy G, Super Bowl 54, 54, this Sunday on 104.5 The Zone. The Midday 180 on 104.5 The Zone, live from Radio Row at Super Bowl 54. Our coverage presented by the Low T Center and by Ferguson Bath Kitchen and Lighting Gallery. The crew's all here. Pleased to be joined by our next guest, a Pro Football Hall of Fame finalist for the first time. He's the all-time sack leader for the San Francisco 49ers. Bryant Young joins us by phone. Bryant, great to hear from you, man. How are you? I'm doing great, guys. Thanks for having me on. What's it like coming to Miami and knowing that the 49ers are playing in the Super Bowl and you're a Pro Football Hall of Fame finalist? You know what? It makes it that much uh, sweeter just to be able to, one, uh, be a part of the Hall of Fame finalist in this uh, unique group. And then, two, uh, my Niners are playing uh, on Sunday, and so it makes it uh, so much more fun to be there. Um, It just added a bonus to to be around this weekend. So I'm excited, excited for this weekend with the Hall of Fame, uh, just to see how things turn out and and also to see how uh, things uh, play out on Sunday. It's going to be a really good game, so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, speaking of the current 49ers team, you're you're among those who are around that, that team still to this day quite a bit. And I was reading a story during that brutal stretch that the 49ers had in the regular season on their schedule. Even though they lost to Baltimore, you were still high on the 49ers team. What What did you see in that game? Uh, in the regular season that that uh, allowed you to see this stretch coming in the postseason? Well, just in terms of uh, how they played up front. You know, I think they pride themselves, one, offensively in the run game to establish uh, some of their passes, great run game uh, in terms of, you know, the backs that they have and then, you know, being able to, you know, establish the play-action pass. So, you know, that's that's first and foremost to get things rolling. And then those guys up front on the offensive line do a great job. They've had some injuries. Um, but, you know, guys have stepped up and done a great job uh, just in terms of their mentality, you know, man up, man man down, man up. And so the next person up, you know, taking that responsibility, I think depth has helped them. And, and it speaks to the coach as well, just developing those guys behind, you know, the guys that are starters. When one guy goes down, they're able to step in and not miss a beat. And then defensively, I think they've done a fantastic job, you know, at the line of scrimmage, just really uh, understanding what's at stake in terms of the run games establishing themselves to be able to stop the run and then applying pressure to the quarterback. We knew it would be a game of, you know, just a battle in the trenches uh, with their uh, unique quarterback who could throw the ball, has has great legs and and can really hurt you. And so, you know, it was a really good game. You just watched that game and how it played out. You knew it was going to go down to the wire, and it, it was what we thought it would be. How are they maybe similar and how are they different from the from the best 49ers teams you were a part of? You know what? Uh, I think they're a balanced team. You know, I think, uh, you know, they've done a really good job on defense. I think when you watch Salah, just in terms of how he's dialed it up, 
and uh, develop the guys in the scheme, bringing mature guys that understand the back end and Sherman, and then uh, just, uh, you know, really uh, helping the, the guys up front, you know, being there for three years, understanding what they have to do, and then, you know, bringing the right pieces in, you know, through through the draft, through free agency, and just allowing those pieces to uh, come together in jail. So I think, you know, allowing them to play together uh, for – the time that they've been there, some just this year, I think they've done a good job just understanding what what's at stake, just the compassion they play with, the chemistry that they, they have for each other, and just the love for the game. You can see their passion for it. Bryant Young is the all-time sack leader for the San Francisco 49ers. He's a Pro Football Hall of Fame finalist this year. 89 and a half sacks throughout your career, Bryant. Do you have one in particular that comes up in your memory as you reminisce about your career or or, or the game from time to time? You know what I do. I, there's uh, in light of Miami. I, I remember uh, when we played uh, the Miami Dolphins. Uh, there are two sacks that stand out to me. Um, you know, watching Dan Marino when I was a kid before I got in the league, uh, just dialing it up and just the quarterback that he was and all the records that he broke. Being able to play against him in my second year. It was our first, we were first out on defense. The very first two plays of the game, I sacked Dan Marino. I was like, whoa! I mean, that's pretty cool. So I was, I was pretty pumped about those. But there are so many other sacks that, that I've gotten that, uh, you know, are, are game changers or, or big plays, uh, to, to help determine the outcome of the game. Uh, but I think, you know, anytime you get a sack, those are, you know, really, uh, big plays to make. And so I, I, I really uh, excited about all of them. I was one of the rare 49ers fans in the state of Tennessee growing up because I had two older brothers that were born in Northern California uh, who were huge Niners fans. So I loved watching your teams play. I'm curious, though, Bryant, you hear all these legendary stories of Jerry Rice and his work ethic. Obviously, he was on the opposite side of the football. But was there anything that you took away from him and watching how he went about his work that helped you in your career? Absolutely. You know, I thought, you know, coming into the league my first year, I thought I had a really, really good work ethic. And I think I did for a college player coming in. And, and I thought I worked hard and I had, a, you know, understood what it meant to work hard and, and the dividends play pay off. But when I came in my first year, uh, I had to go to another level and seeing guys like Jerry in terms of how he approached his craft, uh, just the time that he put in, uh, how he practiced. Um, how he took care of his body, it was something to be to learn, and that was a great example for me to to learn my first year and, and to be able to, to adjust and transition into being a professional athlete. So I learned a lot from him just in terms of his work ethic. Uh, he was the first first guy out there at practice, and and sometimes the last guy to leave. And uh, I, I could say, you know, as I as I learned, you know, that from him, I became one of those guys that. You know, that came in the locker room first and probably was one of the last guys to leave as well. But, you know, what a great example to learn from a guy who's uh, perceivably one of the best wide receivers in the game. And speaking of work ethic, I I would assume when you won comeback player of the year in 99 from that broken leg that you you didn't work any harder than you did that offseason to come back from that. What, What looked to be a very devastating injury? You know what? It, it took a lot of. It, it was. It was not only a, a physical test, but it was such a mental test. You know, as as hard as it is to come back from an injury, you go through some some spots where you're like, man, this isn't going anywhere. But you have to stay the course, and I think it was more of a mental challenge and and 
and some things that I had to go through mentally to come back from that. So it was a huge challenge, but that's where your, your love for the game is tested. You know, you have something like that when people say, Hey, this is, this may be it. And then, you know, in your heart, what you're capable of, you know, what you, you can do. So it's just a matter of going out and grinding and doing what you have to do, but no doubt about it. There's going to be tests along the way. And that was something that certainly tested me uh, back then. 49ers great and Pro Football Hall of Fame finalist Bryant Young, our guest on the Midday 180. Has the game changed? Uh, it, it seems like uh, the more direct route to the quarterback from from interior defensive linemen is more valued than ever because the ball comes out so much more quickly. Uh, guys like Aaron Donald are, are still rare, but uh, such a premium on interior pressure now would you like to be playing in the league now where that's maybe more valued than ever? You know, I think any, any era, I mean, uh, the time to the quarterback, it's, 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 it's important. It's critical. And I think because of the information we have now, you have that, that available to you in terms of, you know, who gets the ball out faster or who holds on to the ball longer. And then just the time as a rush to get to the quarterback, um, I would love to play in any era, you know, whether it's with leather helmets and, and the shell hem- helmets or even today. Um, so uh, I, I think no matter what, I think when you look at quarterbacks like, you know, Aaron, who's pretty uh, uh, efficient quarterback, and, and even in our offense with Garoppolo, just in terms of the progression, just in, in, in term, all of the quarterbacks really just in terms of their progression, how much imp- how much of an emphasis it is to get that ball out on time. So the routes, you know, the time of the routes, and then the time of the, when the quarterback releases the ball out of his hand. It's really, really important. So, you know, I would love to have played, you know, in this era as well. But, you know, we had a good time as well back then. So we're talking about one Hall of Fame. You were actually inducted into the Chicagoland Sports Hall of Fame alongside your college coach, Lou Holtz, back in September. What was that night like for you and that honor and going in alongside your former coach at Notre Dame? You know, it was pretty special. It was uh, pretty special to be recognized, one, uh, for that award and honor, and then, you know, two, to be alongside Lou Holtz, you know, a guy that I really admire and respect, uh, who's done a lot for me. Um, and so it was just a thrill. It was an awe factor, and and uh, it was a night that I enjoyed. I'm really thankful for the people that, that saw fit that up to allow me to be a part of that. And then really thankful for the people that came before me and kind of paved the way and set the standard. So it was a special night for me. You know, Lou Holtz is known as one of the all-time great motivators. I know he still does a lot of uh, motivational speaking to different companies. What was it like yeah. playing for a guy like that? And did you ever feel the urge to laugh when he would start yelling at you at times because of that <laughs> that that voice that everyone knows? That unique voice. Yes, yes, the unique voice. Uh, yeah. You know what? Uh, I tell you what, Lou. Lou had this. I mean, it's it's a gift. I mean, he had this gift to just tear you down in a good way, just to to only build you back up and give you confidence. Um, he had a he had a way of just motivating you to run through a a brick wall. I remember when we played Florida State back in 1993. It was the game of the century, one versus two, and so this was the first. This was the first ever game day. If you guys remember that game day was started at that game uh, in college football. And so uh, Lou that week, he just really uh, talked about how this team, you know, was really good, which they were uh, coming in as number one team. And he didn't think we could beat them. 
And so as 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 the week went on, he he continued to tell us how great they were, and and then slowly started to build us back up. And before the, the end of the week, he had us believing we could run through a brick wall, we could beat anybody in this country. And so he, Lou just had a way with words, the inflection of his words, and then just the right messaging at the right time. And I was always, you know, when you when you break it break it down at the end of the practice. I always look forward to what Lou had to say because there was always something that was really important. It was a nugget that he gave you, not only about football, but about life, something that you can carry with you today. And so I was so much, I was very grateful to have been around him for my four years. And and, uh, boy, do I have a ton of respect for him. He still inspires me to this day. The other defensive lineman in this uh, final 15 is Richard Seymour, wondering how familiar you are with his game and what kind of scouting report you'd give on him. You know what, Richard's a good player. I haven't, you know, I haven't watched him, uh, you know, as, as much as, as some other guys, but just a really good player uh, that has done a lot for uh, the NFL, the, the, the New England Patriots, and uh, he's a good player. I have a ton of respect for him. And, um, you know, I wish all, all the, the finalists uh, in this 15 uh, the best of luck. So um, Richard's one of those guys that, that, um, that you know, I admire, uh, I respect. And so just his game and what he brings to the table definitely has been recognized. Bryant, I, I, Nick Bosa is now wearing 97 in San Francisco. I, I assume you're pleased with how he's representing your number. You know what? He's doing a great job just in terms of his first year, how he's come in, uh, how he's, his mental approach and his professionalism. I think he's uh, garnered the respect. And so uh, it's good to see uh, a guy like that represent that number very well. Were you surprised when you found out you were on the list of 15? You've been kind of, uh, I think, on the fringe and a guy that people expected to pop up there. But I guess there's no telling when it's when it's going to happen uh right what what was your thinking as as the process was whittling down how conscious were you that 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 uh the announcement was coming and that you might be on it you know what uh you know this this is my eighth year uh being on the uh being nominated and so uh in those first seven i never got past to the semifinalists and here in the eighth year of uh being eligible uh, for the Hall of Fame, it, it finally happened, and so I was just thrilled. And so, you know, I, I'm enjoying the process, and it's another step closer, you know, to being enshrined forever. And so, just not knowing how things are going to play out, um, I know there are a lot of great guys that deserve this this opportunity, and so I'm thrilled. Um, I was excited, and and so I just hope for the best. And if it's not meant to be, and, and don't happen this year, you know, I remain hopeful. Bryant Young has been our guest. Do, do you miss coaching? I know you were coaching for a couple of years here. I do. I do. I miss coaching. Uh, you know, I coached in college for about five years and, and a couple of years in the NFL. So, you know, it's always a uh, part of me and just want to give back and, and instruct and teach and be around the game and help continue to develop the game and, and uh, progress the move, move the game forward. So I definitely move it. But I'll tell you what, I'm coaching every day. I'm coaching every day. I got I got four kids at home that I got to raise, so I'm coaching them every day. <laughs> so parenting, uh, in some way, is coaching because you're always teaching them about life, and that's what's important. And so, I think as much as we want to be around outside and coach, um, you know, in an organization for a team, 
don't don't miss the most important one, and that's you know being able to pour into your kids and to your family. And so just having the time away from coaching uh, to be able to be around my family gives gives me the opportunity to pour into them and, and uh, be available. So uh, I do miss coaching, uh, but they'll. I'm certainly uh, hoping that there'll be an opportunity somewhere down the line to get back into it. Well, it's really great visiting with you. We really appreciate you uh, being so generous with your time, and we hope you have a great week in uh, Miami with uh, your team in the Super Bowl and uh, first time through as uh, as one of the 15 finalists for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure if it doesn't happen for you this year, it's a, it's a matter of time. So good. Best of luck, and thanks so much. Yeah, thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. Bryant Young has been our guest. He is sixth all-time among defensive tackles and sacks, and the, the numbers he put up stand out. Uh, one of the best to, to, to play and one of the best to certainly play for the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, it's, uh, you, you put out his numbers, and he's got impressive numbers, but it's hard. Interior defensive lineman like uh, – like offensive linemen, it's 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 not a uh, hey look at these numbers, this guy's worthy. It's it's a much more in depth conversation than that. Still a lot more coming as we broadcast from Super Bowl Fifty Four Radio Row. It's the midday one eighty on one zero four five the zone.